Magic Club. Together, we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about, and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I am here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Hi everyone, welcome to Creative Magic Club. I'm so excited to introduce my guest for today, Nicole Santa, who is a business alignment and integration mentor. She helps clients to strategically work on their business instead of feeling lost in it. She empowers women to create a life and business on their terms while managing their energy, their happiness, and their fulfillment. Her her mission is to help women take back their time and find financial freedom doing work that they genuinely love. Hi, Nicole. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yay. So I would love to kick this conversation off with you telling us a little bit about your story and how you ended up doing the work that you do today. Sure. Well, I like to kind of joke that I fluked into having an online business. I wanted to, um, you know, kind of take back my control of my my health. And um, so I started working out and found this amazing direct sales company that I love being a part of. And then I got bit with the entrepreneur entrepreneurial bug and from there it just kind of like morphed and changed and grew over time and I love the idea of freedom doing your own thing being able to be creative and yeah it's been what six years now or so and haven't really looked back from when I decided to do that and you're a mom too which is something that I want to mention because I'm always so in awe of women who are entrepreneurs and moms Um, just because it's like a whole other job that's really challenging and always demanding of your time on top of having a business. So um, I always have so much respect for you when, you know, we're chatting along the way. And I know that, you know, you've got a whole house full of kids that you're looking after on top of everything. Um, But yes, we have two girls and I have my husband and I actually have a full-time job as well. That's pretty demanding. So I kind of feel like I wear all the hats. Um, but I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. And so what is it about your journey that you're particularly passionate about talking about? Because, um, you know, some of the topics that you think are just the most valuable to be sharing with other entrepreneurs who are either on the journey or thinking about stepping into it, particularly around energy management. Mm, Yes. So I think what's really heavy on my heart is just the whole idea of burnout and having to hustle. And I think we see it, we're inundated and bombarded. I know we've talked about this a lot uh, around, you know, having the feeling or this need that's so ingrained in us to do more, to hustle, to like push and push and push to hit these goals that we set for ourselves, which is great. Everyone should have amazing goals, but we can get there easily and almost effortlessly. So I do the work that I do because I've had to learn this lesson a couple of times. I was a slow learner with it. Uh, It was a practice, but I got to the point where I was burning myself out. I was launching so many different offers. I was changing and pivoting my business time and time and time again. 
And it was just, like you said, I have so many things with kids and job and all, and a business that it was burning me out. So I pretty much, I, I worked to the point where I, I, I joke that I broke my business, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I was able to hit that reset button and realize that, you know, the results and everything that I was working so hard for, it didn't have to be all encompassing. Like the, the results didn't determine my worthiness as a person. I could do and have a successful business while still taking care of myself and being present as a, as a mom and being with my family. So I think that's just something that we really need to work on reprogramming within the entrepreneurial space specifically. Yeah. And you know what? It's really inspired me listening to you and other entrepreneurs um, who I know who do have jobs and a family and a business because it really um, it gave me some perspective on my own business. And I was like, that's always been a desire that's been coming through me in my business and an intention that I set out with in the beginning was to obviously have a business that gave me freedom in my life. It gave me, it didn't take up all of my time, obviously coming from film production, which, you know, I was working like 18, 20 hour days. And I really felt like I was very time poor when I was working on, on set and in production jobs, because I was just required to be available for all of my entire day. There was no space around it for anything else that I wanted to do. So, um, and it just, it makes you realize that, you know, we do get to be multi-passionate in life. We don't have to just be a mom, just have a career or just have a business. There is a way for us to be able to do all of those things. And I think actually giving ourselves permission to have everything and do all of the things that we want and that we enjoy. I mean, obviously it requires for us to shift into a different mindset it also requires for us to um, acknowledge that we're capable of it and that it doesn't have to be hard at the same time. Um, and actually, I found when I sometimes when I give myself less time in my business because I take on other projects or, you know, there's just more going on in my personal life, I'm way more productive. I often produce way better results because I'm not just like allowing the tasks to expand into the entire day, which, you know, does happen if I do like shelve everything and get super focused on my goals that has happened from time to time in my business. And it doesn't work because you just get really like obsessive and in your head and you're not as creative when you show up, when you don't have that focus and you don't have that balance with the things that are really nourishing you outside of your business. So I would love you to talk a little bit about like what had to change for you to make that shift from where your business was um, or your approach to the balancing act wasn't really working to, you know, to moving it to a place that felt much better? Mm, that's a great question. Um, I would say the biggest thing was me just really getting intentional about my self-care. And it almost sounds backwards or wrong, but I had to schedule it in to my life. And when I say my life, not just my job, it was my, if, you know, you look at your 24 hours or seven days in a week, you, I had to intentionally block in when I'm going to do a meditation class, when I'm going to do a sound healing, when I'm going to even have a date night with my husband. Like I got very intentional about what was important uh, that I wanted as far as my values and taking care of myself. And then the rest kind of had to work around that. Whereas in the past, I would make everything else in my life fit into my, my corporate job. There wasn't a lot of flexibility with that, but 
uh, with my business, it would expand and creep into all areas. And I learned the hard way how to tweak and adjust really the scheduling. So think about what's important to you. Yes, your business can be, but why are you doing the business? It's not because you just want that. You want to have you, your husband or your partner to celebrate with and your kids to be able to go on a vacation. So taking care of those things and having those priorities was um, a, a big shift for me. Yeah, this is such that a- was life changing. I mean, it comes up again and again and again um, with like all the entrepreneurs that I talk to, a lot of my clients and also with myself is that like, somebody put it really well the other day. I can't remember who it was. It was like, don't expect to get don't seek your life fulfillment from your business because your business is your work. It's your way of being of service. It's your way of, you know, creating the abundance for the opportunities that you want to experience in life. But don't, you know, yes, it can be really fulfilling, but don't put all of the pressure for all of your fulfillment on your business. And it's like the same thing with your partner. Like you don't expect to get all of your life fulfillment from your lover or your partner. Um, that's not their job. You know, they have a piece that they, you know, that they fulfill in your life. So does your business, but it's really important to be consistently nurturing all of the other things that bring you joy and your relationships and, you know, your hobbies and your living and your adventuring and of course your health. And I've always seen whenever, for example, like I've been under financial pressure because of like moving or immigration or, you know, something out of the blue comes up, suddenly that puts pressure on my business to start producing more money. And it's always in those times that I get really would get contracted and stressed and my business would just like the valve would like close up and just start shrinking because I was coming from a place of pressure rather than a place of creativity and flow. And then as soon and you know, any times when I look back, historically, the times where I've been living the most and just doing what I loved and, you know, having adventures, working on my creative projects and being in that creative energy, then that's been the times that my business has flourished, even though I've been like super busy outside of my business. So there's definitely, it's, you know, it's just that energy management piece. Um, And I think, and I've been in the same boat too, where I'm like, must schedule self-care, like must make sure it gets done. And it's crazy how like, it can be such a challenge and we'll just push it off and be like, Oh, I just have to finish this thing. Or I'm just going to write these emails and then I've got to do this laundry. And then I've got to, you know, cook this food and I'll just like skip my bath tonight. But like the, you really do have to make sure that you're taking care of you and your vehicle first, because as soon as that like energy valve starts to close, everything closes up, you contract and you're just unable to receive any of the, any of the, you know, the fruits of the work that you're putting out. And it's that switching from being, I think, action oriented and thinking that action is the thing that creates the results to, I guess, more like creativity oriented, would you say? Yeah, I like to think of it as aligned action. So you can take a step away from your business and be inspired. You know, you're out for a walk and you get an idea for you're reflecting and thinking about something that you've gone through or um, looking back at a piece of your journey, a part of your journey and thinking, oh, I wish I would have known that I want to help and serve others by sharing this little tidbit. So like unplugging, taking that time away, reconnecting. And like tuning into your own voice, I think is the biggest thing instead of like the noise and consuming from others. And yeah, it's just, it's one of those things like you have to almost, 
like you, you were saying, you have to stumble, you struggle with it, and then you get back on track. Now I'm at a point where I don't have to schedule in my self-care. It's just part of my practice, but I have to check in and be aware, like, oh, how am I feeling today? What do I need right now? Am I on track with this or am I feeling a little disconnected from my kids? Do we need to have, you know, a phones down movie night or go to the park or yeah, really, really doing that check-in to manage your energy just to maintain it. But yeah. hopefully people don't the burnout part. <laughs> right. And, and it's amazing how I think this is like the number one most important business strategy for anyone stepping into entrepreneurship, especially women who are generally conditioned to be like, caring and nurturing and giving and putting everybody else before themselves. Um, And I remember one of the first business coaches that I worked with, she would talk a lot about like, like exactly what you said, checking in and being like, where are the other areas of my life that are calling for my attention? And actually I'm now remembering even one of the first business courses I took before then the bit, the first module was like, go to the dentist, schedule a checkup with your doctor, clean out your closet you know, clean out your fridge. And it's really about creating a space where you can receive what it is that you desire. And when you're ignoring your body, when you're ignoring your relationships, like you, you bet all that that shit's going to come back around and affect you and, you know, be draining your energy or just be leaking into the way that you're showing up in your business, like you say, and affecting whether or not it's an aligned action or whether it's coming from a place that isn't completely aligned. And it's like taking care of all of those little areas of our life that creates that holistic space that allows things to flow so much more naturally and enable you to move out of that need to push. Um, Being able to like lean back into the feminine and like receive and know that you're taken care of and everything's everything's all right. And I think a lot of, and this is something I struggled with as well, is I put so much of my worthiness as a person, as a human being on how my business was doing on the results and what was happening. And so I, I was looking for that external validation and whether it's income or comments or likes on a post, whatever it is, we can put that pressure on it. And then, like you said, like the harder we, we, you know, try and squeeze and Um, just push the less likely we are to get the results that we want. And so it's like this cycle, you're like, I'm just going to do more and more and more. And then hopefully I'll get the result that I'm looking for, but you're just burning yourself out. So it's so counterintuitive, but like hitting that pause button and taking that step back whenever we feel like we're getting into that vicious cycle would be the the advice. And I love that. I've never been, I've taken so many, masterminds and training programs and no one's ever talked about really talked about that it was me getting to that point so those are really good courses to include and to think about yeah and um it's it's like the the thing just that that speaks from experience right you don't know it until you've been through it until you face those challenges because a lot of the time you know, I hear that people are like resistant to doing the mindset work or whatever I mean none of my clients because that's pretty much the main thing that I teach but um (laughs) So that they know that they're ready for that by the time they come and work with me. But, you know, a lot of the time we'll be like, I don't want to, why do I need to book an appointment with a dentist? I just want to make, make some sales, you know, <laughs> but it's through the trying everything and it not working because you're resisting something, you know, wherever it is that you're self-sabotaging, where you're ignoring or like you haven't, you know, there's some cobwebs that you haven't cleaned up that need to be attended to. Like there's a, there's a 
very good reason usually why we haven't because we've been resisting it for a reason because it's particularly uncomfortable for us and that's why I love how business really is this like this spiritual evolution because especially when you are your business and you're doing work that's so personal to you and your message is so personal to you that it's like everything comes through. Like you have to be completely transparent and, you know, really authentic and aligned and in integrity with who you are. Otherwise it's just not going to (laughs) work when you're, you know, when you're a coach and you're really, you know, your job is to practice what you're preaching and to lead the way for others and to really embody what it is that you're teaching. Um, So it can be challenging at times. And I think that's why, I think that's the main reason why people burn out is because they're resisting doing the deep work and getting honest with themselves. And which is crazy because a lot of the time when you make those changes, it's like, it just gets so much easier. Right. Yeah. And I almost feel like people make it to be this, they make it harder and scarier and bigger in their head before they actually start doing the work. But if you're guided by somebody who can help you and shine light on things and give you the tools to work through any of those roadblocks or challenges that come up, it feels so good. Like you said, on the other side, like it just feels, it's kind of like, I I like to joke about it. Like you're watching the wizard of Oz, right? The first half of the movie is in black and white. And that's what so many people are living when they're in this resistance and fear and hiding back from who they are. And then all of a sudden you do the work and yeah, it's not always easy, but you end up with like a color movie at the end and life is just so much more fulfilling. So I know that's kind of cliche and kind of cheesy, but I truly feel that's how it's been for me. So I don't know if that's how your, your journey unfolded, but totally like it gets better and better and better. The more mindset work you do, the better it gets. Like it's really that simple. And, um, and it's also crazy when you think about it because it's like all you're, all you're being asked to do is take better care of yourself. Like it's just, we shouldn't be resisting it that hard. Like just be nice to yourself, you know, like do things that make you feel good. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be such a hard sell. So it's funny. It's funny that we resist it. Um, and I really loved what you shared the other day. There was a post you shared about how um, you kind of had to have that conversation with your kids about really putting boundaries up for your self-care because your daughter was like grabbing onto your leg and screaming when you were trying to go to a yoga class. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds really intense. Like I know, you know, like taking a stand for your self-care as a mom must be a whole other conversation. And I really loved what you said about how you, you know, just had that conversation with her. Um, so just tell me a little bit about that. Like how, how long did it take you to get to that point where you're like, no, I'm going to take a stand for, for taking care of myself and figuring out how to navigate that with your kids? So the best thing for me was if I booked in and scheduled something and actually paid to go to the, the healing or the session, whatever I was going to do, because then I felt like this commitment, whereas if it's me going to go meditate downstairs that's easier to blow off. But if it's an actual commitment, I felt that external obligation to show up. So I just did it. And my husband supported me a hundred percent. And yeah, my youngest, um, it was more in the summertime, but she, I remember many times she'd be bawling saying, mommy, don't leave and leg locked onto me. And we just, she got used to me leaving. And so it was just 
practice over time, I guess. And we sat down and we had a conversation where I promised her that if I was going to a healing session, I would tell her what I learned, or I was doing spiritual development classes at the time as well. And so I would come home and teach her like what I learned with cards or the crystals or whatever we kind of did. So she felt like she was sort of part of it. And it's just a matter of breaking that cycle so that they can be empowered when, cause I have two girls, uh, so that they can be empowered when they get older. So it's okay for them to go and take care of themselves because they saw me do it. And I think a lot of times we don't, we haven't seen our parents our mothers or our grandmothers really do that. So we're shifting and breaking that cycle and that pattern. So yeah, now she's really good about it. So <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. And I love this story also because of what you just shared about how they're like paying money and making a commitment made it easier for you to do it. It's just more proof, you know, for anyone out there who is a healer or, you know, offering a type of service. Why it makes a difference when you invest. And it does. I've been the same too. And I've really found that, you know, investing in working with people helps me to make that commitment to myself where I have been resisting or where I have struggled in the past. And it's also way more fun. And every time you do it, it comes back to you 10 million times. hundred percent. Yeah. Because you value it more because you've made, not you've made the promise, but you've also made the financial commitment. You've almost committed to your family that you're going to be doing it. So you have that additional accountability. Every single time I invest in myself and it's, it's been a lot, it's always come back with the lessons and the teachings and everything that I needed from it. So yeah, yeah it doesn't matter it's not the amount of money necessarily, but it's the, the energy that you put towards that. So, yeah. and then you bring, bring all of that home to your daughters, which is so, so, so important. Amazing. <laughs> so what would you say is, you know, the message that's really on your heart that you wish people would, you wish, you know, your people knew? I think that everybody needs, and we kind of talked about this before, but to slow down and to check in with what you want to tune out all the noise and like the shiny object syndrome when it comes to your business, just because you see me doing it a certain way or you doing something a certain way doesn't mean that you have to do all of the things. So get out of the comparison trap and like almost kind of put your blinders on and stay in your lane, focus on what you're doing and be aligned to that vision for the future. And it's not a cookie cutter type of approach, play, have fun, and learn as you grow. And it's, it might not be the direct route that you anticipate to get to where you want to go, but it's going to be exactly how you need to get there. When you look back, everything will kind of fall into place. I love it. And schedule your self-care. Yeah. <laughs> That's a given. <laughs> Actually, no, what I want everybody to do is get into the habit so they don't even need to think about the scheduling. But yes, if you're, if you feel like you're lacking, especially going into the holiday season, a lot of times people are going to be focusing on others. So mm-hmm. take that time and it doesn't have to be a lot. It doesn't have to be, it could be, you know, two minutes, five minutes of just quick, you know, tuning in, taking some deep breaths, connecting inward with yourself. It doesn't have to be a lot. I love it. And where can anyone who's listening find you if they want to learn more about all your work? Well, the best place, my favorite place to hang out is my Facebook community and it's the Wild Woman Collective because we are a group of women who are doing things our way on our terms when it comes to breaking the rules. Uh, so yeah, I invite everybody to join. We can put a link in the, um, in the notes and we'd love to have you guys there. We do trainings. Actually, I have a self-care summit that's running 
uh, right now when we're recording this. And then, yeah, lots of good stuff in the works going into the new year as well. So I'd love to have you guys. Yeah, I love that. World Women Collective is such a great name. And you've had some really good speakers in there with your summit. So definitely go check that out if you're listening. Thank you so much, Nicole. It's been such a pleasure talking to you today. Yeah, it's been a pleasure being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for watching, everyone. Bye. Bye. For more inspirational content, head over to my website, withsarahmack.com, and please support the show by liking, commenting, and subscribing.